This is a book review of Team of Teams. We are accessory to success and review a lot of business books here. We have a weekly email that goes out that suggests new releases, old classics, and has great takeaways and tidbits from all these great business books we read. Go ahead and subscribe to that if that sounds interesting. You can also buy this book on site. There's also a bunch of other book recommendations in this review, and you can find links to all of those in the blog post. Now let's move on to the main takeaway from Team of Teams. Efficiency is no longer enough. Businesses also need to cultivate the ability to adapt. Teams are the most effective way to approach change in a complex world. And the key to an effective team is open communication. A successful manager cultivates like a gardener instead of micromanaging like a chess master. Here are a few bullet point takeaways of what you'll learn in this great book. Future can be used as a starting point to create an adaptable system that works. Open information flow is better for everyone even in a, quote, need-to-know organizational structure. The ability to adapt is just as important as efficiency. Big data makes it easier to micromanage, but that still does not make it an effective management strategy. Now on to the main book summary. Managers often view themselves as chess masters, where each piece is static and forces working against an organization are polite enough to take turns. In addition, this perspective assumes that everyone follows the rules. The idea of management is incorrect, according to General Stanley McChrystal in Team of Teams, because the world is more complex than a chessboard. Another book with a lovely chess analogy and story of how specialized expertise can become old news is Range. In addition, businesses are built to be as efficient as possible. What if efficiency on its own is not enough? In the early 2000s, the United States military was struggling to capture terrorist leaders, despite having more manpower and better training and superior technology. McChrystal headed the special task force responsible for capturing one of Al-Qaeda's key operatives. In diagnosing the problems the military was facing, McChrystal uncovered some fundamentals that every manager should understand. Efficiency is no longer king. Organizations also need resilience and ability to adapt. This is achieved through teamwork because the world today is a complex system with too much information for one person to process. This topic is supported greatly in the book Creating Magic. Finally, a good manager is closer to a gardener than a chess master. Team of Teams illustrates each of these ideas with easy to understand examples from agronomy, Fortune 500 companies, and military history. Past generations were driven by efficiency only. Team of Teams briefly explains the beginning of the efficiency movement with Taylor and the Bethlehem Steel Corporation's significant success. The ideology that efficiency is the most important goal has shaped how the military and businesses approach all problems. This model works with standard, repeatable processes, but is not sufficient for the modern environment. McChrystal explains efficiency is no longer enough for a business to be successful. This point is driven home well in the founder of Behance's book, The Messy Middle. Businesses operate now in a complex system. Management theory now concerns far more than how many widgets are being produced per hour. Team of Teams uses an example of the human body to illustrate a complex system. A hand surgeon usually only sees one part of the body, the hand. However, the hand surgeon still went to medical school to learn how the rest of the body works. This is because medical conditions not centered in the hand can cause problems that the hand surgeon will have to fix. The human body is too complex for one person to understand all of it well, which leads to specialization and teams. 
You might read Small Giants for more on how to become a great company as well. In complex systems, teams are more effective. How does one develop a successful team? McChrystal advises to let information flow freely and to discourage tribal competition between departments working towards the same goal. The dangers of silos in companies are illustrated with an example from General Motors and a key ignition recall. The departments were so separate and so competitive that no one was aware or wanted to advise a key ignition issue which could cause airbags not to deploy. This led to deaths when airbags failed. Jaco Willink's book Extreme Ownership would probably point to a better leadership as a solution too. In his own experience, McChrystal outlines putting together a daily meeting where individuals across all teams, not just his task force, got together to share information. McChrystal acknowledges that while this daily 90-minute meeting would be viewed as inefficient, it allowed information to flow freely. This, in turn, saved a great deal of time seeking authorization because problems were solved during the meeting. Another major issue that can reduce an organization's ability to adapt is the top-down micromanagement approach to management. One of the most important aspects of having a resilient organization is to have a team who view problems holistically and who understand the big picture. Indeed, the top-down management schema of, quote, you're on a need-to-know basis, end quote, is should be outdated. Perhaps one of the biggest challenges McChrystal faced was that he, as a manager, was not a chess master, but a gardener. He began working towards cultivating his team instead of dictating their every move. This is something Disney does so well. You can find out more about that in the book Creativity, Inc. Team of Teams argues that more information than ever is available to managers, which makes it very easy to micromanage. However, this is a dangerous pitfall that can have dire consequences. In 1978, United Flight 173, which experienced a small landing gear malfunction prior to landing, the team worked to diagnose the problem, determine the best way to proceed, and followed procedure. At that time, a strict top-down management structure was in place. When an engineer asked repeatedly to check the fuel gauge and land, he was ignored. Flight 173 ran out of fuel and crashed, resulting in 10 deaths. This example is used alongside Captain Solenberger's heroic landing on the Hudson River in an example of how important it is for a team to not rely on one chess master, but to each have a role in a rapidly evolving situation. Captain Solenberger only had one task, to land the plane safely. The rest of his team performed all other duties, like assuring and preparing passengers without having to consult him for each direction. More information about airplane and other hierarchy issues just like this can be found in the book about success, Outliers. Now more than ever, it has become apparent that the ability to adapt to rapidly changing environments is an important tool for managers in every section to have. General McChrystal faced a rapidly changing environment and successfully transformed his task force to take on those challenges by creating a team of teams. What made that transformation possible was the sharing of data to anyone who might find it useful instead of keeping it locked down within departments. He also worked to redefine the manager's role from chess master to gardener. It is far more effective to give a team everything they need and help them succeed than to control their every action. This concise examples of applications in every sector. Team of Teams applies military strategy to the principles of business and the result is a success. One of the other amazing reads on leadership is called Leading. The book is written about what the head coach of Manchester United learned from his many years of leadership.
about the author, Stanley McChrystal. General Stanley McChrystal began his military career in 1976 after graduating from West Point, which is detailed process in book Grit. That is a very challenging school to graduate from. His early assignments include command of a Green Beret unit, serving as the United Nations Intelligence Officer, and the 75th Ranger Regiment. After earning a master's degree in national security and strategic studies from the Naval War College, he was deployed to Saudi Arabia with the Joint Special Operations Command, JSOC, which works with units such as Delta Force and the Navy SEALs. He also completed a fellowship at the John F. Kennedy School of Government at Harvard University. Later, he would command this unit and initiate steady lines of communication between JSOC and the Central Intelligence Agency, CIA. In 2009, McChrystal assumed command of NATO, the United States missions in Afghanistan, during which he commanded more than 150,000 troops from 45 different countries. He retired in 2010 as a four-star general. Now, General McChrystal now sits on the boards of Navistar International Corporation, Siemens Government Technology, and JetBlue Airways. As a senior fellow at Yale University, he teaches a course in leadership. Shortly after retiring from the military, he co-founded the McChrystal Group, which provides a management consulting based on principles and teams of teams. He also travels around the United States to speak on management. This has been a book review of Team of Teams. We are Accessory to Success. Thanks for listening. There's been a lot of other book recommendations, and you can find links to all of those other books in the blog post. Don't forget to subscribe to our email newsletter where we send out great books like this all the time, once a week, as well as great takeaways from these books that you can read very quickly. Find us on social media. Thanks for following, and we'll see you in the next review.